Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. January 22nd, Bash the Beach NXT. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. Wednesday Night War podcast, and it's always a fun one. I am joined by Alex Palowski, host of Sour Graps on FightfulSelect.com. I am joined by Mr. Warren Hayes. He hosts many of things on his own channel, as well as the SmackDown show here on Fightful.com and YouTube.com slash Fightful. We got our URL back. Super Chats are working. Reminder, if you're watching live, donate a Super Chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air, and I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Uh, List and your boy this afternoon, myself and Jimmy, we, we battled through tech errors, and we explained to you the YouTube situation. We got our YouTube back. Right now, they're throttling our views. My channel with 2,000 subscribers was regularly doing more traffic than this one with like 22,000, so we're still working on that. If you want to help us, hit a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. They'll let you know when we're live, and leave a comment. Even if you're on the live chat, go to that comment board below. Tell us your favorite thing about NXT or AEW tonight. Let's get to some super chats. Jonathan Reyes says, just testing. See you in Tampa. That's right. Tuesday, April 2nd, 4 p.m., Coppertail Brewery. Primetime Wrestling presents Sean Ross Sapp Serve Tall. It's going to be fun. One of the uh, hottest new indie promotions out there, Primetime Pro Wrestling. Rob Wilkinson's a super chat that says, Prestige Worldwide. Charlie Wolf says, hey, that's because I asked them to test the super chats. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm not even giving you your intros. Warren, who won tonight, AEW or NXT? Uh... I'm going to eke it out to AEW. Well, I I was going second vote tonight, and I got AEW. A rare quality win for AEW, but just out of curiosity, Alex, who'd you have? NXT. Okay, okay. You're split such a mark. I am. Well, I mean, here. listen, the, the, the taped thing kind of put oh. Are you one of those like back at, back in the nineties when Raw when Raw was was taped every other week? Oh, I'm not gonna watch Raw this week. Oh, it's been taped. Yeah, I, I tweeted it today. Equal. I tweeted it today, and I had to delete it because people got upset that I would dare post spoilers. But AEW is leading off, so I could just imagine Morrow going. And if you're even thinking about changing to the other station, don't even bother, because I'm <laughs> under the impression that Hangman Page. And Kenny Omega are going to win that promotion's tag team championships. Ha! That'll put more butts in the seats than a midnight impeachment hearing. Well. How topical. Exactly. That's, that's Morrow. That's what he does. Yeah, I know. Bless him. Eloquent says AEW did a great job getting Adam Hangman Page over. I think that was the story of this show. 
Adam Hangman Page is a legitimately fascinating, intriguing character, Warren. I love Hangman Page right now. He's got this is- Shrek layers, onions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you 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 used in the most uh, relatable comparison, mm-hmm. but that's exactly it. It is unquestionably the best story they have going, probably the best one they had since they started, and it's really setting the bar. It is legitimately setting the bar for everything else on the show. Uh, you know, when they started doing the drinking angle a couple of weeks ago, remember, it's like, well, you know, I'll reserve judgment. Just want to see where this goes and where it's going right now. It is amazing. Everyone from uh, Kenny to the Bucks are playing their role to perfection. And Hangman Page is believing every second that he is playing this this uh, uh, pissed off version of himself. I, I love this. I love everything they're doing with it. As we get into the show, uh, definitely we want to send our thoughts out to our friend Tim Traver. Lost a family member uh, this week. Wanted to uh, give him a little bit of support. Frank Aguilera sends a super chat and says, I usually work Wednesday night, so I'm pumped. I get to watch you guys live right now. Have a great show. We appreciate that, truly. Um, we've got tons of stuff going on Fightful right now. Royal Rumble weekend. I got my stats piece up. But hey, if you guys want to watch a new show and maybe you just hate me, you don't like me or Jimmy, well, you got the Distraction Podcast Thursday evenings. Lead wrestling writer Jeremy Lambert and feature writer Joe Holbert here on Fightful.com. Oh man, this was a good AEW episode and let's go ahead and get right into it. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page become the AEW Tag Team Champions. Alex... uh I assume that you focused on NXT tonight. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was the first AEW title to change hands, so to speak. We've we've had title victories, but the first to change hands. Did this win surprise you? I mean, I know you'll go, no, because it was taped, Sean. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, when I when I read what happened, um, I was I was only surprised because I thought SCU was going to get a longer sure. reign. But it didn't surprise me who won it. Like that's a that's a great way to 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 as you say elevate uh, Page, get his um, his star uh, rising, a character to build. There's gonna this 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 just because some wrestling storylines are tried and true and tropish doesn't mean they're they have to be bad if they're executed well, which I have confidence they will do. That makes sense to me as well. But we all know where this is going. This is going to Adam Page breaking from the elite, uh, a, 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 a feud that when the, when the tag team, uh, when the mega powers collide and he and, and Kenny Omega break up, there's, that's, that's going to be interesting. I'm willing to see where it goes, I, but so far they're laying it out really, really well. Um, I don't know where, where SCU goes from here. They seem to be kind of like drop right back to the middle of the pack. Like I don't, I don't know how interested I am in them without the belts as a prop. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I just want to jump in here. It's interesting because the SCU thing, you know, week after week, you keep hearing commentary saying the Bucks are one of the one of the best tag teams yeah. in the world. Lucha Brothers are one of the best tag teams in the world. But then you have your bloody champions, you know, that are there. And and I'd like to underscore here how this is a really good use of. Uh, of a title change of putting titles within a storyline to make the storyline even more meaningful, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just taking a belt off someone and then have whoever wins it do whatever else that has nothing to do with the titles. You know, the titles are going to be important to the Kenny and, and hangman page storyline moving forward. It's going to be, a, it, it's just going to add to the, uh, to the drama of the situation or the, the, the tension, let's put it that way uh, moving forward because they are tag team champions. So, Good work. Good work on this. This match was a banger. It was too. Ooh, so often, I, I think that when we cover these shows, NXT gets a leg up because they almost always start off with a guano crazy match. And this match was that. This match was unbelievable. It was awesome. The ingredients involved are really great. Uh, I, I like SCU as the first champions, quite frankly. This mm-hmm. this tag reign especially helped get Scorpio Sky over, which, quite frankly, I see as the purpose of SCU. Uh, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian are great, but 
Scorpio Sky is the future of that team. I think they all know that, and they all did great in doing this. Warren, I could not have been happier with this match. I think this is one of the best matches on AEW TV thus far. It may be the greatest match I've ever seen on a boat. Um, <laughs> and let me tell you, buddy, I watched a bunch of people try to body slam Yokozuna on the Intrepid. I was going to bring that up. Thank you very much. So, yeah, yes, exactly. The bar was so high. Um, yeah. There, uh, this was this was fantastic. I, I you know the moment that I really really liked here was when Paige hits the uh, buck uh, the buckshot lariat on Kenny Omega by accident, and then Omega eats a TKO, and uh, and um, Paige rolls back into the ring uh, into the ring to break up the pin. The drama there was just perfect. They had some fantastic near falls. It was so good. I loved when the match was done when the Bucks hit the ring. You sort of had a hangman page sort of just see them jump into the ring and he just turns his back and face, you know, turns his back to the hard cam so he can look at the audience. He just, he doesn't want anything to do with the Bucks. And I was like, I'm behind Adam Page. That's the thing. I was like, God damn you, Bucks. You, the Jacksons were heels tonight. Why are you out here? We don't want to see you. And I get Adam Page is like, this is, I just want a title here. Did you, with did, Kenny Omega. Did you catch him pulling the Shawn Michaels Mania 12 spot? Do you know the rumor about that? Like, the what Brett says is that Shawn went to the referee as he held the title, and he's like, tell Brett to get the fuck out of my ring. As that happened, because <laughs> he wanted the spotlight on him. He wanted the sure. moment. And Hangman was very much like that. He's like, hey, guys, this is my moment. And I love that he went and he celebrated with the crowd. Meanwhile, that was fantastic. Omega, who's had a real rough go of it in AEW at times, is like, hell, we won. We won. This is awesome. I love and this. I thought, and I love, uh, we're talking a lot about Hangman, Hangman Page. Uh, we saw some of the old Kenny Omega in this match. We, he was snippety snap snappy. He was fantastic. He was crisp. Everything he was doing was super fluid. This is the Kenny Omega that a lot of us fell in love with. And it was nice to see shades of him. Hangman Page being body surfed into the from by the audience. This was perfect. It was like, okay, you guys want to celebrate? I'm gonna go celebrate. I you're gonna and we're gonna keep the the eyeballs on me. I'm gonna get the crowd to carry me back to the top of the ramp. Everything about this was fantastic. Absolutely everything. And you know, Kenny, when he left New Japan, I mean, he hasn't been having bad matches or anything. No. But the thing is. I don't know if it's the difference between the cerulean canvas. I don't know if it, if it adds some sort of aura or something like that. But <laughs> it has felt like there's a little something missing here and there. And quite frankly, I watched this happen with Shinsuke Nakamura. There have not been a ton of matches that he's had in WWE that have blown my doors off. And a lot of people say, they won't let him. And I'm like, that's, that's horse shit, first off. They will let him do virtually whatever he wants to do besides a sleeper suplex on John Cena. That ain't never happened again. <laughs> but he went out and had a match with Sami Zayn that was a foregone conclusion who was going to win, and it was one of the best matches of the year. But we have not seen that level of work necessarily. I was getting a little worried that we might see that out of Omega. After tonight, I do not have those concerns whatsoever. No. None at all. Uh we spent a lot of time on this match, as we probably should have, and this was really good. Um, up next, we had Britt Baker defeating Priscilla Kelly. The match was what it was. It was primarily during commercial. Some fine-tuning definitely needed for these two. They're both very green. But the story was not the match. The story is what happened after it. And it was a polarizing promo. It is a very distinct heel promo. But I saw a lot of people hung up on delivery, and I'm going to tell you why I like that delivery. Britt Baker has been a white meat baby face this entire time. Ever since she's shown up, she's been like, golly gee, gosh darn, except for like really the last few weeks until she's been in the crowd and she's been like, mm, don't know how I feel about this. But we haven't really heard her speak on a lot besides one backstage promo. And the first time she's out in front of a group and she says something, she says it almost like she hated to break the news to everybody that Tony Schiavone worked at a Starbucks. She was like, 
Tony, we're all really proud that you're here. Everybody likes you, and we're glad that this is your meal ticket because your meal ticket before was working at a Starbucks as a shitty barista. And Tony Schiavone fucking made this <laughs> because he turns to the camera and he looks and he goes, what the fuck? Like that. <laughs> Tony Schiavone. It's amazing how he could be gone from wrestling for 15 yep. to 20 years. Yep. And he comes back and he gets it so good. Yep. So good to the point where his podcast takes off. His friggin' Patreon takes off. MLW wants him. AEW wants him. He was so good here. I liked Britt Baker's delivery. It was more like, eh, you know, I hate to kind of let you guys know about all this, but I'm the hottest person here. I'm a dentist. Tony Schiavone had a shitty job. What's up? Warren, I'm interested to hear how you uh, thought about this. I didn't like it. <laughs> because it was taped. Because it was taped. Because he, he convinced you. No, um, I I think she was. I I felt she was a little mush mouth. Sure. I didn't think she was there. I thought I thought the 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 um, the content of her promo was good. And yes, Shivani's delivery was fantastic. I'm sure you've all seen the GIF by now. It is fantastic. It's going to be legendary moving forward but this is one of these situations where i feel the content you and the and the execution are on two different planes where the content and what she wants to get across is viable and works for her character i don't think that she was able to get it across i feel that she 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 stumbled through it she didn't have conviction i think she's still looking for her her heel footing, which is normal because I, I, we've never seen Britt Baker in this type of situation. So there is a level of discomfort that's going to come with it. But this wasn't it. It just wasn't it. Uh, I can tell you guys I've interviewed Britt a couple times and legitimately one of the nicest people. So, I mean, this mm. will be an adjustment for her. For sure. Um, I'm sure that a lot of the social media criticism gets to her. I interviewed Melina. For NWA uh, hard times this week. And she was like, you know, it does kind of suck getting on social media and hearing people not be able to tell the difference between me and a character because that affects her. And, you know, these are people who Britt Baker is playing Britt Baker. Like, it's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger playing the Terminator here. It's mm -hmm. somebody playing themselves but a version of themselves. Uh, Alex, I don't know how much of this you got to see, but what do you think of at least the the Britt Baker turn? Right. No, I I think I I I'm very pleased to see something different than all of you people are all so ugly and you smell bad. This you whole boat smells like a fart. You you're see, all the fact of the matter is. Like that people – when I saw somebody say it sounded like a WWE promo, I'm like, no, it, it didn't because it didn't have any of those tropes. I see that your your checks have started to clear Tony Schiavone because otherwise you wouldn't have been able to book passage on this boat because you had a terrible job working as a barista because you're just as poor as everyone else here in the crowd. I'm, I'm actually liking the idea of, of her being like, no, guys, it, it's totally cool. I, I – I, I know you all love me. I'm I'm the hottest woman here. And also I'm really smart because I'm a dentist. I had yeah. to go to school for that. Like all like her being oblivious to their hate and in a way of egging it on, I think is um I think is is a good change of pace from normal healing that we see. But um but yeah, I'm as I said either last week or the week before her finisher is where she puts somebody in in a, in a submission and then puts her hand in their mouth. That's a heel finishing yeah. move. It's not a baby face. I, I'd like to see her put the thumb underneath the jaw. That's how you yeah. paralyze the person. Otherwise, they're just going to bite her freaking fingers off. Right. Eloquent says, Tony Schiavone's expression killed me. He was amazing here. Yeah. Amazing here. Really good stuff. Uh. We see highlights of Jungle Boy surviving 10 minutes with Chris Jericho. Then the inner circle, Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz defeated the Jurassic Express combo of Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and Jungle Boy. Uh, Marco Stunt wearing a life jacket was 
perfect themed stuff. And this match went a while, Warren. What'd you think of it? I thought it was fun. I I thought this was a really entertaining match. I thought uh you know, all the guys did the did what they had to do here. Um I uh I I really like the spot where they um, well, you know when the when uh Santana Ortiz pass a guy off in the suplex uh, position and Excalibur said that they were doing a Latin American exchange, which I thought was <laughs> really, really clever. Uh, they even passed him off to Jericho, who uh, who finished it. This was fun. I, I you know, um, the only qualm I have with it is when are you going? I, I feel like we're a, we're a broken record at this point. When are you going to let Jurassic Express win some matches? Oh, they've been winning on dark. I want to <laughs> see them win on dynamite because that's where it counts. I want to see them win. I want to see Jungle Boy win. Why couldn't Jungle Boy had had a, a another sequence with Jericho where he came this close to beating them again? Um, I, I will say, at some at the end of the match, when Marco Stunt hit the four fifty on Jericho, oh, yeah. it I, I I believed it for a second, for a sharp sharp second. I believed that he was going to pin Jericho. That this was AEW counter booking for the fan for everyone who hates marco stunt just have the internet melt away i would have loved it but i mean it also doesn't i understand that's in the context jericho has a big pay-per-view coming up and so on and so forth this is what he had to he had to come out on top it's fine the judas the judas effect sucks but otherwise i really really like this match uh shane helms would always refer to the term he would say what Marco Stunt did is selling you a ticket. He, he mm-hmm. got you to buy in. Yep. Um, that's one that's been added to my vernacular. When he said that, I was like, ooh. I, I, one of those that you get just as soon as he says it. Make sure you guys check out our archived Royal Rumble podcast with Shane Helms. Good stuff. Uh, the highlight of this to me was the crowd singing Jericho's music. That was so <laughs> cool. Chris Jericho has a song that was so much of a hit that – mm-hmm. like. The crowd was probably going to know it anyway, but the fact that it's his theme doesn't hurt. Yeah, it's also the Jericho Cruise, so that the, all those people there <laughs> yeah. definitely have listened to that song a thousand t- times. I, w- I was watching this going because um, the 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 offense that the Jurassic Express does, where they're where they're passing Marco Stunt around and yeah, yeah. and throwing at people, like it begs for there to be a trios division so these guys can compete in it because they're so great as a trio from one giant guy to one smaller, much smaller dude yeah. to one guy who's even smaller, who's so small. He has to wear a damn life jacket while he's on the boat. Cause he might drown cause he's a literal child. It was, it's, it's a perfect thing for these guys to get over doing fun, fun stuff. And then when he was tr- when he was trying to wiggle out of it, that was such a great moment. And that was a thing I saw speculated on. Like, maybe they'll do that next year and they'll launch them on the cruise. My thing is, though, as of now, well, as of now with two hours of TV, I don't know about when they expand to four. If you do a trios title, you cannot do a mid-card. I, I, right. I don't want it to become New Japan sure. where everybody has a title. But sure. if they have an extra hour, eh. But to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind if they're like the, who says a tag team championship has to extend to two people. It doesn't say the four man tag team titles or anything. They could just up and decide, you know what, we're going to de- defend these as trios, and each team can res- like respectively decide if they're going to do that. Because right now they have Inner Circle, they have the Elite, they have Jurassic Express, they have SCU, friggin' SCU. Cody, Dustin, and QT Marshall, for the love of God. <laughs> they, they've they got all these people that they can do this with. Uh, best friends and Orange Cassidy. MJF's any, group. Any, yeah, any excuse. I would be shocked if MJF wasn't leading the revival uh, within uh, like three or four months anyway. Yeah. Is this uh, a got, report, Sean? Is this a report? No, it's not. Are you, uh, you, are you reporting that, Sean Rossap? <laughs> You got Butcher, The Blade, and whoever else they dress up in their S&M gear um, on that given night. But, yeah, uh, I, I like this. This was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, you also had 
Chris or you had MJF defeating Joey Janela. I thought this seemed very much like an indie match to me, and that isn't necessarily a bad thing because it was a direct contrast to everything else that we got on this show. You had Mox and Pack. You had all this other stuff. This was the only match like this on the show where they really played and milked to the crowd and all that. MJF wins. He has not been pinned in AEW at all. Has oh, never been beaten. He's been eliminated from a battle royal, and he didn't win uh, like a triple threat match or something. But he's winning, and I think that's important, Warren, because when you have a real piece of shit that the crowd loves to hate, they mm-hmm. go people go to the arena wanting to boo MJF. If they show up with his scarf on, they want to boo him. And in this landscape where everybody knows this is a work, that's a work, this is real, this isn't real, when you get somebody that the people want to go along with for the ride, that's special. And right now they got something special in MJF, and I dug this. Well, I wouldn't want to say they're doing what Gato did with Jay White, but but it's it, it, it the paths are similar. Let's put it that way, where you have a guy that is just naturally detestable. Uh, and you, you're just putting him in positions where he always squeaks out a win, where you, where he just doesn't seem to lose and just feeds into this grandiose megalomania that he has about himself. And it's fantastic. Uh, I loved the match because it was MJF and I loved it, but it was a shame that most of it happened during picture in picture because this was a, classic heel dominated match where MJF was just pandering to the crowd slow slow pace getting uh, grounding uh, Janela getting him into submission moves i love this this cuz i it's hard to not make comparisons with Jay White because i think they're two of the most successful heels in the entire business right now and seeing him wrestle tonight reminded me of how they're how they handle Jay White matches in New Japan. He doesn't run around. He's not an explosive heel. He doesn't. Uh, he, it's not a cardio workout. He just milks it. He gives everything to the babyface for the big babyface comeback, which we didn't get really yeah. because because Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford tried to pull a Lashla and uh, Alani and Lash a Lashla. Let's call them that <laughs> moving forward. Um, I'm like, I hope they're not pulling a Lanny because we all know what Lanny Poffo does. <laughs> and I know they drop F-bombs and say bad words on TNT, but they ain't going for that, my friends. Nah. <laughs> but the, I, I, I love this. I thought it, I thought it was a, a really fun match. And, uh, I mean, MJF is gold for them as far as heels go. Uh, even though the crowd likes him. Like, the crowd likes to boo him. But that's okay. You know, that's that's okay. They enjoy his quips. You enjoy him uh, uh, tossing ball caps off of dudes' heads at ringside. Yeah. They, they they love all of that, um, but he's really, really good at what he does. And Cody came out afterwards, and MJF said, Wardlow's not here because I don't have to worry about you. You can't touch me. And it's, it's such a basic babyface thing. Cody's like, well, I can't, but the Young Bucks can. And they beat his ass. Sure. They threw him in the pool. Yeah. I mean, you got to do it. You got to do it. We were owed somebody being thrown in a pool from bashing the beach. We were owed that. So I'm very glad they were able to to come through with that uh, on the on the cruise ship. So uh, Eloquent says the crowd singing Jericho's theme is really cool. I agree. It was one of the highlights of the show. I thought that was just a cool moment. Charlie Wolf says, quote, well, you see, all you people need to brush your nasty teeth. Because I am a redacted dentist. <laughs> I am so glad those promos do not happen. Uh, but we did get a promo backstage, uh, or kind of back on the deck. I don't know what it is, but Shivani's interviewing Paige and Hangman, and uh. Uh, or Paige and Omega. And Omega says that he couldn't see himself as a tag champion a year ago. Uh, Paige goes to answer. And Shivani interrupts to ask Omega about Pac. 
Oh, but even so before good. that, when the interview started, Shivani went straight to Omega, even though pa- Paige was right immediately, immediately to the right of Shivani. And he was like, whoa, yeah, we won. And he, Shivani goes straight to, to Omega. Now, we have to underscore how good a job Hangman Page is doing here because he didn't pull one of these comical wrestling faces where he's like, you know, kind of thing. He he sort of like, <laughs> he sort of smiled at it a bit, and then you could see like his his frustration just appear, just draw on his upon his his facial features. It was so good, and then the fucking young bucks come over again. I loathe the young bucks tonight. I was like, get scram you're not wanted here go away if hangman hangman page cannot turn heel i'm i'm with hangman page on this i hate the elite at this point my god (laughs) they're so condescending in their kindness and like i'm sure it's i I don't want to say condescending they're tone deaf in it like they can't read the room and see that hangman's Got some issues with how this has been going on. He hasn't wanted to celebrate them. He's wanted to be a part, uh, separated from the elite because, quite frankly, what was the deal with Hangman Page all along? Well, he was the first guy that came out and said, I want to be AEW champion. And because he was a part of the elite and he wasn't an EVP, everybody thought, well, it'll, it'll be him. It's their buddy. They'll do it. They're going to, they're going to favor him because they, they want to show that they're not favoring themselves. They can't come out and say that. Paige can't come out and say that. There's a lot of fourth wall, like, tiptoeing along it, getting ready to knock it down with a sledgehammer type of thing going on here. But everybody that watches this show sees it, and they know it, and goddamn, this is a good storyline. It's fantastic. And and just to underscore real quickly, it's happening on Dynamite. No one's telling me. You have to watch BTE to get it. No, it's all coming together on Dynamite, which is what should happen. BTE should be a companion piece and should not be – there should not be important storyline elements happening there. You you can upgrade. You can add stuff. But this is all happening on Dynamite. Brilliant stuff. Pack versus John Moxley. A one-eyed Moxley emerges victorious. Uh, Alex, this was not a surprise. Moxley winning, no. but any, any thoughts on him emerging victorious? Well, no, we, we, we kind of, it was kind of a thing like we, we always knew that he was going to get this, the, his match versus Jericho, but then they like added a wrinkle into it. Oh, now he's got to beat Pac to do it. Um, well, well, you know, Moxley was, wasn't going to not get his match anymore. Um, yeah. so, so that's, that's fine. Um, even though, and also like, I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but like they're even though AEW puts live up in the upper left corner of of, the, of their broadcast, did they? We know it's not. Did they really? So, um, I didn't yes, even they did. <laughs> they, they had live up in the upper, upper left corner the entire night, and I was like, Fantastic. "Who are you guys trying to fool?" Um, but they anyway, should have put in parentheses at one time. Yes, I know. <laughs> live yesterday. Um, uh, I I thought I thought this was this was fine. It told the right story. Um, Pat Pack is a guy who's always going to be, maybe not bulletproof, but he's so good that that even when he when he loses, you always feel like, well, he's going to win the next one because look at him, <laughs> like you know what I mean. So it's that, that he's safe in that way. Um, he is a guy who, if they do do a, a, a quote unquote a mid card title, he's the kind of guy who who could make that kind of a title, like make it incredibly strong and something to 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 strive for. I think he'll be fine, but listen, one-eyed Moxley's something I can get behind. I think he should. I think he should keep it for a while. I hope he does the eye patch thing for as long as DDP did the rib tape. I hope he's just wearing that thing for a solid year. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Warren, your thoughts on this? And I thought this was a, a fun match. I thought it, I, it felt a little awkward at times. I don't know if you guys picked that up. I, I, it was it was okay. I liked. I, I preferred their their uh, fight. I think it was in October, the last time that these two fought. I, I really preferred that one to this one. I think the wind was uh, was a problem for 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 Pack at uh, at some point doing some uh, going up on the top rope. There was there, there was a couple of moments where it just felt a little off, but this was fine. It was okay. It was the the outcome that was expected. Um and uh and yeah, let's just go full throttle now with uh, Moxley and Jericho week after week. I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, what what kind of stuff that what what Moxley is going to be able to drag out of Mox of uh of Jericho moving forward into uh into Revolution. We've got like 4 to 5 weeks now to build up. I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. AEW was a good show tonight. Oh man, I think they they're starting to fire on all cylinders. There's some stuff that I don't like here and there, uh, but man, um, and I'll be at next week's show. Will not be on this podcast. Actually, Jeremy Lambert will be replacing me on on this show. Our lead wrestling writer. Make sure you guys go and follow him at Jeremy Lambert eighty eight. But I mentioned at the top of the show Thursday, April second, twenty twenty, Copper Tail Brewery. Primetime Wrestling, Primetime Pro Wrestling presents Sean Ross Sapp Serve Tall. I have a match announcement right now, and I'm pretty, pretty happy about this, pretty proud about this one. Fred Yehi, veteran of MLW, Evolve, WXW, he's been all over the place, taking on Jonathan Gresham, who I think is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. I personally watch the guy's tutorial videos on like wrestling moves all the time. Like I love this dude's work. Very excited to have him on the show. Uh, I'm very stoked about this show. This one was a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, Coach Gator dropped this one on me. And damn am I excited for this. Jonathan Gresham. Legit one of my favorite workers in the world. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, and uh, check out FightfulSelect.com. We have a lot of great stuff there. Two shows with Alex Palowski a week. Uh, we just don't know when he's going to drop them anymore. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> also, I have a special Q&A show this week. It's only about Royal Rumbles, past, present, future. The list goes on. Uh, if, if you want to know how WWE feels about nudes, we covered that on the show. Uh, that was That was an interesting thing. Uh, spoiler, they don't give a fuck. But uh, FightfulSelect.com, that's the most direct way to support us. But we have some people supporting us on the Super Chats right now. Aaron J's fan, friend of the site, says, I think Omega and Paige's title reign will be short. Warren, I think it probably will be too because it's a means to an end. But I'm okay with that. Like, Yeah, I'm okay. Go ahead. Sure. No, I, I'm okay with it as well. I, if you're asking me to book this, Hangman Page at some point just snaps and challenges the Young Bucks. I think this is where we're heading – for Revolution, we're getting Omega and Page versus the Bucks. And Omega, Omega is actually between all of these guys, so he's going to be in a very precarious situation. And I think that's where that's where the whole thing is going to literally explode. Well, not literally, figuratively. Not I don't want any. Don't bring bombs to Revolution, everyone. Eloquent says, I like Jericho and commentary a lot. I, I did too. I thought he was fun. He added a little bit. Jericho's so good at putting over his opponents. Like he's so like he made regardless of who won that match that he was commenting on, you knew he had respect for the person he was going to fight. Like that that was because like, I just hate it when when they got a guy in commentary and all he does is shit all over his future opponent. And it's like, well, now why do I want to watch him face you? Like this Jericho's so good at putting over his future opponents. I love it. <sighs> 
NXT, reminder, tickets are on sale for Serve Tall right now. Right now you can get your tickets. But right now we're talking WWE NXT. Shocker, another good show. Not not a surprise at this point, Alex. And they were nope. live. They were. They, 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 here's the thing. I was watching AEW, the little live up in the left-hand corner, and I was watching NXT, and it didn't. And I was like, well, now now I'm completely confused. Um, yeah, this, this NXT is uniformly great. Like, even their shows that aren't, like, outstanding are like, well, I, I don't have a whole lot of quibbles with this. It was just not as good as the one last week. That's, I mean... But they're always great. I never, I never ever come away with it going like, well, that that was underwhelming. They always, they, uh, the 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 people in the ring always deliver, and 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 they love what they're doing. There's no anybody who's just you know mailing it in. It's just great. This... I even heard that some of them like to have fun. <laughs> occasionally, occasionally, depending on the melanin content of their skin. <laughs> Damn. The Grizzled Young Veterans defeated the Undisputed Era. Alex, yeah. how do you feel about this when they advance to the finals of the Dusty Classic? I, I, I want to say this. These two guys have emerged a lot over the last few weeks specifically as far as getting their faces out there, saying things that will get them noticed, doing – I mean the push on TV. This, this is – they are a product of hard work. And really good timing, and they know it, and they're doing everything to get themselves over, and they're doing an awesome job. Yeah, no, I I, I like the Griddle Zone veterans very much. Um, I, I I think it, it you can't call them beating anybody an upset because they're great. What I have a problem with is main roster style booking with the finish, where Imperium is literally. They're they're blocked from the ring. They can't get anywhere near the ring. They're up on that 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 the regal perch, as I call it, away mm-hmm. from the ring, um, like beyond the crowd. They can't do anything. They're just standing there, and that causes two consummate professionals like Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish to get so distracted that they lose the match. Like they can't do anything to you guys up there. Just win the match, then then b- kick their asses. On on Sunday or Saturday, yeah, finish whatever. was stupid. Yeah, that was. And the thing is, it's fine if you think um, that the character that they're playing might be, you know, unreasonably enraged or stupid yeah. enough to fall for it. Not Fish and O'Reilly. These guys have been doing it for too long. They know exactly what's up. They would that would not happen to them. Also, then it, then you get to do, oh my god, the Grizzled Young Veterans have pinned the tag champions. What does this mean, crap? Like, you could have easily had Grizzled Young Veterans win this match if you wanted to do that without having to have the most, eh, like, obviously poorly booked distraction finish. Yeah, this finish is what AEW needed to get away from a few weeks back. Like, they would do... Like, okay, Pentagon's on the, the the stage. Who gives a shit, man? Who cares? Uh, no. As far as Grizzled Young Veterans win, winning, I like that because Undisputed Era ain't hurt. They're not no, hurt. No, they're never hurt. They're never no. hurt by this. And and, and again, it, them being in the tournament uh, is like, okay, so then it's a non, this is a non-title match. Yeah. So so eventually, will they have a title match with the Grizzle Young Vets? Maybe. We don't know. But um, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, not only uh, will uh, the winner of next week's uh, final match get that big trophy, but they'll probably get a title match versus uh, Undisputed Era at NXT TakeOver Portland. So either way, you know, we're going to get to see the Undisputed Era fight one of those two teams again. Mm-hmm. Or in the first, or in the for first time in the case of the Broserweights. Michael Morgan sent a super chat earlier and said Walter murdered Adam Cole, and I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. A reminder: if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a super chat. Any amount gets it done. Uh, subscribing to Fightful Select is as low as five dollars a month. You can ask as many questions as you want in our Q and A, so that's worth checking out. 
Then we get uh, video packages for Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm for Worlds Collide. We come back and get a video package for Shotzi Blackheart. We'll talk about her later. But Tony Storm defeated Io Shirai via disqualification when Bianca Belair interferes. So Warren over on NXT, as I mentioned, AEW, obviously they didn't rely on disqualifications. I don't think they've ever had one. But sort of the distraction finish and all that. And now we've got on NXT back-to-back distraction finish, DQ finish. Did that affect the quality of the show to you at all? Um, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't have as much of a problem with, uh, with the Grizzled Young Veterans winning because I'm, because I'm a big Zach Gibson guy. So maybe it's live. What's that? And And it's live. live. Yeah, that too. Um, I mean, you know, if you're, you do have these turnstile moments, right? Is that the, the the correct word, or you know these these moments where uh, where 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 you're setting up a, a new bunch of storylines, right? Where you have to set up new where you're uh, setting up new angles, and sometimes everything just converges onto one show. Yeah. You know, you had to advance. You had to advance uh, stuff going forward with the Dusty Classic, and you kind of wanted to protect Undisputed Era. I think there's an argument to be said that you didn't necessarily have to protect Undisputed Era, but I mean, you know, that's one thing you wanted to do because later on in the evening, you know, the Undisputed Era was going to take a hit. Um, you you wanted to do something with the women's division in regards to Bianca Belair, give her something to do with Io, Tony Storm. You know, maybe it's just a, co- a convergence of things happening at once. But, you know, NXT doesn't make a habit of doing this. So it doesn't bother me as of now, um, as long as it doesn't become uh, as long as it doesn't become a routine. I'm OK with it. Alex, what do you think of this one? This was I um, mean, this this had a lot of buzz going into it for it being announced as quickly as it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it is. um they're, they're, they were they were really really trying to like get everybody. Hey, we know you don't watch NXT UK, but you should, and you should definitely watch Worlds Collide. It's this Saturday. Here's all these people who are going to be on it, fighting um, for nothing. Yep. Yeah. Um, brand supremacy. Goddamn. Um, uh, no. But I mean, I, I'm I'm interested in watching Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley again. Those matches before were pretty good. Uh, they've also announced like Kaylee Ray versus Mia Yim, which is going to be a banger. Um, so like this, this is there. There's there are going to be good matches on that show. Um, but I feel like it was like, hey, um, everybody, here's Tony Storm doing stuff, so that you want to see her uh, face Rhea Ripley on Saturday. Um, and uh, we can't have Io Shirai take a clean loss. Oh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have Bianca Belair for some reason, decide to attack both of them. I guess it shows that Bianca Belair doesn't have any allegiances and she's to herself, but I don't understand why she needed to attack them right now be- just because Yoshirai can't take a clean loss and neither can Tony Storm before Saturday. So here, and then we get Rhea Ripley out there. But one, <laughs> my, my favorite thing is uh, like Bianca Belair just destroying everybody. And then Rhea Ripley comes down and she doesn't run away. She takes off her earrings and that's when you know shit's gonna get real. Like I, I love Bianca Belair so much, and and I, I, I'm of two minds on this. I want her to be up on SmackDown in the title picture on Fridays, yesterday, and oh god, they'll ruin her. They'll ruin her in some way, and I'm gonna be so sad because I love her so much. So like it's in this weird, weird um, limbo right now, like not knowing where everybody's going. We're going to talk about this later. They're they're pushing a brand new um, uh, addition to the NXT women's brand and and vaulting her to a, to a, to another level. So all of a sudden, you got the, the log jam in NXT is even tighter. I'm expecting at least one to to move up after the Royal Rumble um, and maybe more after WrestleMania. But at this point, it's just there's just such a wealth of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the women's division at NXT that I don't know where they all fit in. Um, up next, we have Finn Balor against Joaquin Wild. Joaquin Wild is one of those guys, very good wrestler. Not sure, like, WWE, why WWE is like, we gotta have this guy. Because 
you know they're never going to push him heavily. Uh, I mean, I feel like he could make a difference somewhere else, but I don't know if that will be in WWE. I hope it is. I'm 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 wondering why he's not getting matches against the likes of like Leo Rush and yeah and like put him on 205 Live like let him wrestle Jack Gallagher like also, that'll be fun even though it's inaudible him doing the DJZ DJZ thing of going burr, 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 is not a babyface <laughs> thing to do it's very annoying actually <laughs> he gets beat very quickly by Finn Balor I'm okay with these mm-hmm. kinds of matches. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. I, I I watched Finn Balor give a little extra oomph on that coup de gras, and I was like, "Okay, Finn, I I don't know if you know this, but Joaquin almost died because of internal bleeding a few yes. years ago. Maybe go a little easy on the coup de gras." Um, but uh, yeah, I I thought that um that this was fine. This is like n- not everybody can be pushed in in uh in in NXT. So there's going to be a guy who's going to take a few losses. I mean, this is where Joaquin Wilde is right now. If is is could he be a contender for the cruiserweight championship in eight to twelve months? Maybe. Who knows? Like it all depends on on whether or not he catches on at full sale. Up next, Shayna Baszler uh, is interviewed ahead of her match with Shotzi Blackheart. But then we have the match. Uh, Shayna ends up winning with the Kirafuda clutch. It chokes uh, or doesn't choke her out. She taps out. There was a spot in this where. Shotzi didn't bump on a clothesline, or maybe Baszler was a little too low on it. But Baszler cracks Shotzi in the head, and Shotzi does not bump. <laughs> she <laughs> fell into the ropes. <laughs> she felt it. Uh, other than that, I thought this was pretty good. Shotzi is a very athletic woman, and uh, this is she's going to end up being really good. Alex, what do you think of this? She's she's totally unique too. Like it's what's that's so great about her. There's no there's no there's nobody else like her. You can't be like, oh she reminds me of so and so. She'll probably slot into the role that person filled. You know whatever. Like she's she's really good. Um, and again, you have this this like so many times you see somebody get signed to NXT and they're in the PC doing stuff they're not on TV forever. They were like, Shotzi, thank you for show- showing up. Your first match is right now. Like, that is, it's, that's great. It's good for her. And also, like, it, 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 uh, Shayna is really good at putting over the women who she's eventually going to choke out. Like, it's really good. That, like, <laughs> yeah. in the match, she does a really great job of selling, like, 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 okay, that offense is something I was not expecting from you. Like, you can actually, I, she's so good at those moments of, that's something I had not considered. <clears throat> Next one's going to cost you, though. Like, I love those moments where you're recognizing Shayna go, I'm, I got a receipt for that one. Mm-hmm. That one's coming back to you. Like, I, and I love those moments because you know it's going to happen. And, and it, I also love the finish where Shotzi, like, is trying to get out, trying to get mm-hmm. her chin underneath the guard. And eventually it's just too much. She's got to tap out. Like, it's, it, I love how sometimes a careful clutch taps you out immediately. Yeah. Sometimes you're able to escape it in some way, but then it gets right back, back, back on you. I, I love it. And Shayna held on to it after, right? She was like, yeah. oh, you tried to get out, yeah, you yeah. little bitch. All yeah. right. And she just squeezed it in there until she slept. You know, Shotzi is fantastic. I hope they keep I, I hope they keep like this Tang Girl stuff going for because uh, I would definitely see her at some point at a WrestleMania coming out in a tank, a la Rusev, but being her and hopefully bringing out Peck Peck the chicken with her as well. Who knows? I'm excited, and, and I know Shayna knows how to do it because she's a fantastic catch-as-catch-can wrestler. Sometimes even when you can get your chin underneath the guard, you'll switch the grip, and it'll turn into either a jaw lock or a face crank. Like It'll just be a neck crank, and they'll keep trying to turn into it, and that hurts sometimes even more. It won't choke you out. But it'll break your neck, and uh, I'm excited for them to to, to break do that. their I mean, necks. Oh, for the love of God! Uh, there was a fighter on uh, UFC 246, whatever the hell the pay per view was this past weekend, that almost finished a fight with basically a seated side headlock. It's a scarf hold in MMA. Was real close to getting the submission with that. So I, I love seeing moves like that that maybe look unassuming really be reestablished in that regard. I get the feeling that a lot of people wouldn't have been scared of a move called the ankle lock 25 years ago, but then they definitely are now. Uh, we see Tegan Knox in a Dakota Kai video. I love them continuing the feud with this. 
pretty basic stuff. But uh, Warren, your thoughts on the Broserweights, Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle be- defeating Imperium. They will go on to the Dusty Rhodes Tag Classic Finals. I look. This is this is the match. Uh, the the team up uh, that we we didn't know we wanted until we saw it, and that we want in perpetuity. Like this is something that eventually, when both guys become stars on Raw and or SmackDown, this is something that they'll be able to reference at some point. They will have to combine forces once again and rejoin as the Broserweights, and everyone will be like, hell yeah, I'm here for this because it was so good that one year when they did the Dusty Classic together. So uh, this this is great. Like, it's, you know, I I think... I think pretty much all of us were kind of brokenhearted when they took out Alex Shelley and and Kushida so quickly. But this has been a nice salve upon that wound because it's they're really, really good together. They're charismatic. And honestly, it's next week against the Grizzle Gun veterans. Yep. My God, it is going to rock. I don't this is not how I envisioned the the finals of of uh, of the Dusty Classic this year. I'm glad I'm surprised because it's going to be a good one. Alex, your, your thoughts on this match after yeah. afterwards, by the way, and you can kind of roll it in there. Yeah. Zach and James saw Matt and Pete on the stage, and I love the wrinkle they thrown it through in. They said that Pete has been trying to hold them back. Pete was the king of UK, but now they can't be held back anymore. I love that addition. Yeah, I love that addition. Uh, I love the Broserweights. I think. They're fantastic. Um, I, 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 I think, and I think Imperium. I think that Bartel and and Eichner are really, really great. They're really great together. Um, so some of their some of their stuff is just so hard hitting and and unique. That thing where they get a guy kind of in the tree of woe and then do like 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 running drop kicks from different angles at, at him. Like that was that's that's so cool. But the Broserweights, man, the Broserweights. They're so. Great and like they're only going to get better as they have more matches. Um, uh, but the 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 highlight of this whole thing, all of this, is up on the up on the up on the stage where um, uh, like you do the broserweights where you do joint manipulation and then Zap Gibson talks for a full minute and a half and Riddle's like, listen, you said joint manipulation, somebody manipulating a joint, and I just tuned out and started Dre dreaming, bro. And I was like, that's it, I'm done. Uh, I love this thing, and I wanted him to say, you said something about manipulating a joint, and I was like, whoa, that's why I left the UFC, man. <laughs> I, was like, I just think it's so cool that, they can, that, that they're able to do that and then have done get on the mic and just be casually threatening as opposed to, 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 to bro who's like, listen, man, let's, we'll hang out and we'll smoke a blunt and everything, um, but then if I get in the ring, I'm going to take your head off. Like, I love that about him, that he's like these two, this dichotomy of who he is out of the ring. And in the ring, he's an absolute murderer. Yeah. And I think that's so cool that he, that he has that because so many guys are just like that all the time. And I love that he's straight up that, that delineation, that demarcation. And I mean, I spent a lot of time talking to Matt on our show. And there were times he would have a chip on his shoulder about certain things. Like, yeah. Dana that. White, the most powerful man in MMA, went on Fox Talking to all people, Chael Sonnen, who's failed a billion drug tests, and shit on Matt Riddle, buried Matt Riddle, calling him a dummy, a clown, saying, you gotta pass a drug test in the real world, too. Good luck making six figures somewhere when you can't pass a drug test, and now here we are, I don't know, probably four or five years later, and uh, Matt Riddle rode in next to Triple H and Shawn Michaels on a Jeep on that same network, only it wasn't Fox Sports 1. It was nope. Big Fox. Yep. And he was making his six figures after he bet on himself. Um, makes me very happy to see that. I don't exactly get to keep in touch with Matt these days. Uh, but it's good to see him get to be him and get to be popular because he's him. After being in a company that would do almost when, – when he was himself, and I encourage you guys to look it up. It was like UFC Calgary, and he cut this promo that was the best thing about the night. He talked about a British dude actually like spitting in his mouth and how he wanted to fight this British fighter, Dan Hardy. 
And everybody was like, okay, that's the fight to make. Let's do it. They never gave him the fight. They never rewarded him for that. He's getting rewarded for being himself here, and that's 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 very promising to see. Well, Keith Lee, NXT North American champion. This was a good match. Vincent Elisar sent us a super chat asking, does losing the North American title start dissension in Undisputed Era? Warren, what do you think uh, to, to answer that one? Nah. <laughs> I hope nah. not either. The, the, nah. the bond is strong. Alex, yeah, the what do you think? The, the 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 only thing is that you could you could easily do an angle where Adam Cole starts calling Roddy the weak link, especially if um, UE is able to retain the titles in their next championship match and and Cole you know what they 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 have they have Imperium to worry about this weekend and then we 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 are assuming we're get, we're getting Cole versus Champa we don't we're I would also assume. That if the Broserweights uh, win the Dusty Classic next week, they're going to face uh, O'Reilly and uh, and Fish at, at Takeover Portland. It's possible that by mid February, none of UE is going to have titles anymore. Yeah, like, that's certainly possible. Um, so uh, so we'll see where they where they go from here. I think we're not going to know anything until like March if if they're actually going to sow any dissent within the the UE. Uh, they've weathered a storm like this before. They've done the thing with with Cole and it, and Strong it, being iffy with each other, but they 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 came back together. They're glue, man. It's it, the the bond is too strong. They're they're the jocks. They hang out to and they need the jocks need Roddy. They need him to carry the bags and give them water and say it's okay, it's okay, Adam. I'll 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 I'll, I'll take care of him for you, Adam. I'll take care for you, Adam. Also, I like that there are teams now that don't look like they'll ever break up. The Revival, the Usos yes. for obvious reasons. I mean, they're they're more useful with each other. New Day, I know a lot of people are saying, when when the turn happened? It ain't happening. It ain't happening. They don't want mm-hmm. it to happen. It ain't happening. I think Undisputed Era should be like that. But Keith Lee, North American champion, what do you think of this main event, Alex? Keith, Keith Lee is just, he's so great. Um, and he he... The thing is, when he wasn't being used on TV, he was great then too. So, so something clicked, and they were like, "Hey, let's this amazing, um, charismatic, giant black dude who can do all these amazing things that a, a man his size can't do. Maybe we should use him more." And they they started using him more, and and all of a sudden, people were like really responding to him. They gave they gave him a marquee spot in Survivor Series, like like, and and last night. On WWE backstage, uh, one Phil Brooks, uh, CM Punk says um, Keith Lee should win the Royal Rumble. Um, like he's he's the most over guy in, in the entire company right now, uh, and and yet uh, Survivor Series feels like it was two years ago, and he's right. Like they did not fully capitalize on what they had there. Like and and I, I I'm thinking to myself, um, do they want if they're going to give him an extended run? In the Royal Rumble, we at this point we don't even know if if, if, if certain NXT guys are going to be in the Royal Rumble. We assume so, but if they're going to get him extended run in the Royal Rumble, let him eliminate a bunch of guys. It, they, I think it, it's nice for them to be able to say the North American champion on NXT, Keith Lee, is eliminating all these dudes. Do I think they're going to get let him win it? No, but I think that he he could have an amazing spot there where maybe he's the one to eliminate a major a major name or whatever. Um, he's, his push right now is stratospheric and with good cause. Um, I think that there's, there's wherever they can go with him. The only reason he's not in, in, I think the, the major title picture right now is because they have that Tommaso Ciampa story to tell. Yes. And, uh, that, that's a product of timing and there's plenty of time for Keith Mm -hmm. Lee and it doesn't look like he's not going to be over anytime soon. Right. And the benefit of NXT being on cable means there's going to be a whole lot of people on that roster that stay over for a lot longer. Yep. <laughs> and and to me, I'm like, hey, if WWE just wants to bring up people that don't have extended runs that they think they can make, like uh, Elias, he's better served on the main mm-hmm. roster. Braun Strowman was a lot better served on the main roster. Alexa Bliss never had a championship run. Well, she was a lot better served on the main roster. I'm okay with that. Especially considering their hit percentage on some of those is pretty good. 
uh, when they try, when they try with these people, it's the people that do have the extended NXT runs that sometimes you expect to have sustained nonstop pushes. And when they don't, it's like, oh, well, what's going on here? Well, I know what went on here was a good-ass night of wrestling. Damn, it's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, tomorrow, or if you're, if you're listening to this Thursday, it's Thursday night. Tune into the Distraction Podcast. Jeremy Lambert, Joe Holbert. It's on our podcast platforms everywhere. Friday, me and Warren. But Sunday, it's Royal Rumble time. Myself, Jeff Hawkins are right back here, uh, talking Royal Rumble. But, uh, I've got a stats piece. I got a lot of content coming up for the Royal Rumble. We have an interview with Molina dropping this week. I have an interview with Darren Young dropping tomorrow. Uh, quite frankly, that guy had his finishing move taken, his tag team partner taken, his manager taken, his faction taken, and his identity taken, and he still stays positive throughout that. So uh, I was I really enjoyed this interview, and I got dozens more in the can, my friends. But Warren, tell the people where they can get at you. Well, tomorrow evening, 9 p.m. Eastern, live recording of the Mr. Warren Hayes show over on YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. And I'm probably going to have a busy weekend as well. I'm probably going to do some coverage of uh, Worlds Collide on Saturday. I'm going to try and sneak in a way to watch uh, NWA uh, Hard Times as well. I'm going to try and recap that. Plus, I'm doing a prediction show for Royal Rumble. My God. Well, who, all who I have to say... Sleep? All I have to say is the distraction is taped. You're live, so I know Alex is tuning into your show tomorrow right. night. <laughs> Alex, what do you got going on this week? Um, uh, more sour graps. Hopefully not at 4:30 a.m. two days after it airs, because I passed out on the couch. Um, the method uh, of these is Alex will let me know. It's always the wee hours, but I'm yes. always up. But yeah. he's an hour behind me, so it's not yes. as wee of an hour. Right. But it's yeah. it, without fail, without fail. I've wrapped yep. up my evening. I've gone downstairs, sat on the couch, and then Alex sends me the link, <laughs> and I go, "Son of a bitch!" And then I go and I post it. Uh, yep. But yeah, we try these days to run them live. Eh, sometimes it doesn't happen. So, sometimes it doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, uh, tw twice twice a week, uh, I'm, I'm talking about main roster stuff, wa wanting to drown myself while while talking about some of the stuff. But uh, but I'm here for for you people. I've I've been up since like 4 a.m. Uh, so I'm gonna go to sleep right after this is done. <laughs> I'm here for you people, he says. Guys, remember to leave a thumbs up and subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. I mentioned YouTube is kind of throttling our views. It's a very weird situation, uh, and we definitely want you to catch us when we're on. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate all of you. Check out all of our great content at Fightful.com. Royal Rumble weekend. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.